to what I mean, goddamn. <laughs> you gonna save the introductions from the show? I mean, well, whatever works. We here now. Yeah, we here. So yeah, yeah. Damn. Damn. You Damn Damn You You Damn And the beat goes on and on I was thinking You think we should change the theme music? I'm with it You want like a revamp? You want like a, a For the stress 2.5? Maybe I was Real thinking Real quick um, <clears throat> I don't know Maybe some a little more groovier Cause I love this But Yeah I don't know. We'll, we're going to play around. We're going to play with the idea. We'll see what happens. Because I don't want to change the music and then people start attacking me like, yo, fam, what the fuck How is this? How dare you? Yeah, because I know people are. You changed something that was sacred. Right, right. So for the time being, I'm not. we're not going to change the um, the uh, intro Until music. we find something better. Yeah, until we find something better. But for right now, we're not changing the intro music. So please do not attack me at all. We just brainstorming ideas now hello good people i'm sorry moving the mic my name is 4kj this is the for the stress podcast how are you good folks doing mm. i am joined always by the good brother frankie metals aka caps lock aka l capitan aka l cap how are you beloved i'm doing good and you can't complain man that's what's up i'm here i'm alive i'm maintaining uh church announcements follow the show on everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at Ivy's Tico on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow the dojo on IG at the dojo JC for your recording needs. Make sure y'all like rate review subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend and all of that good shit like that there now <laughs> you're gonna have conversations off mic you need to understand what's happening <laughs> you look like i was you doing got, gang signs you look like you just got busted <laughs> uh, uh disclaimer full see. disclaimer frankie is fried okay i'm not fried i'm not fried you see you understand so yeah. i just want to let this be clear that his views on this episode do not necessarily re- reflect the views of the for the stress podcast well fucking or- shit the f- <laughs> views of for the stress podcast ain't necessarily the views of me well not nah, most of the time we pretty much on point most of the time most of the time but when you get into this bag i don't, I don't know what to expect we don't know what to expect so let's assume let's assume the best let's see i i'm one to assume the worst and then prepare accordingly right frankie is saying that the glass is half full now you see when a nigga starts referring to himself in third person you already know what type of time he on we already know what type of time the show on this episode <laughs> on. <laughs> shout out to my bro steve he um just left the studio he's celebrating his birthday yeah shout out to you beloved peace and blessings i know it's hard for anybody right now celebrating their birthday in a quarantine because you can't really do shit mm-hmm. and because so many people are missing human interaction i know it's difficult but you made it another year beloved mm. peace and blessings to you love you nigga and all of that good shit mm. uh 
We did the church announcements, right? Yeah. Now, more importantly, before we get into anything, did you get your stimulus check yet? I'm being stimulated by all of y'all. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Pause. It's deserving. No, but I didn't get my stimulus check, no. No, I didn't get mine either. You sound like you did, because you'd have been like... Nah, I'm not really... Boom, bop, like these guys. These guys just recorded. They all got a check. Oh, word? Yeah, That's see. hence the bottle. Word. See, look, everybody... I guess, listen, man, I'm at the point now... Kano, you got it? Nobody, I guess we... Kano, you ain't get it yet? I guess you and I are the only two people in the immediate vicinity with without a stimulus check. Yeah. But, you know, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm not really waiting for uh I'm not gonna turn it down right but I'm not gonna, I'm not necessarily waiting for it yeah I, I don't necessarily need a stimulus check like everybody else does like my life hasn't changed like because of this I mean it has it's been unaffected let's say that I did get maybe like slower mm-hmm. but then I got busier so I can't say that it's been slow because uh, the weeks that have been slow have been slow, but then I'll have a busy ass week because people are at home bored, being creative, and they want to lay something down. So you get more of the um, this. This is good because we had a conversation last week mm-hmm. about the type of clientele you have. Yeah, and I'm not going to shit on anybody, mm-hmm. but are you having a more of an influx of people who just want to come down and, and lay one track or projects or what are they doing? Uh, I have a good amount of different types so okay. i have a uh, every day i'm in here maybe to do one track oh um, every month right that's like a good amount of space maybe one track a month that's the least i'll hear from somebody but it's consistent okay so that's still 12 tracks a year it's not bad so you know you gotta look at the math of it as a business person you know as long as they coming back and i do see some kind of you know that's just their activity yeah i was in their productivity yeah know? i was kind of struggling with this early i was having this thought that i'm not necessarily you know how everybody now was like in a rush to be creative and create content i don't really have that bug and i don't know if it's me or maybe i'm missing the wave or i don't know but i'm not really in a rush well uh, to create content i I believe this frankie believes that frankie believes that you are have already been creating this whole time so there's no difference i feel like you already have been in this state of creativity so it's nothing new to you right but you see i'm seeing a lot of my contemporaries Mm-hmm. doing more you know we had that conversation last mm-hmm. week about ig live which i'm not gonna do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know just like i'm seeing people create tiktoks and right. all types right. of shit I'm going heavy with that yeah i'm just i don't know and now i'm feeling like am, am i shortchanging myself by not because you're pushing? not on tiktok and shit <laughs> yeah am i shortchanging myself because i'm not on tiktok dancing no because uh, i believe it's about branding right and you know it just doesn't make sense to try to be everything with branding you got to be very particular to how you present yourself to uh, yeah, everyone so if you mix and dip and dabble then you kind of like run the risk of being confused and your branding gets misinterpreted yeah i think that's kind of where i'm at as far as trying to do things it's kind of true to me right i guess maybe 
as this thing goes on, I'll find other ways to be, I guess, engaging. Because mm -hmm. the ways that I'm seeing now, like people are making, you know, funny posts. I'm not necessarily that funny in, on that way. I'm not like a comedian or anything like that. I don't really find myself as funny, but. People follow you because of a comedic value, but it isn't that you're slapstick, hilarious, yeah, funny. Not, you're not yeah. that type of, you're I'm actually so quite serious. Yeah, and I you think know. people find humor in me being so serious. So forward. Yeah, so and forward. Honest. Yeah. That's what it is, yeah. Hell, maybe I'll find something that's more suited to the type of individual that I am. Right. Why would you be dancing on TikTok? I mean, you It's know. about keeping, if you had the moves. I mean, I got the moves. That's I'm not, not saying a, you don't got the moves. Don't say that. We're not I'm not trying to that. say that. I have the moves. Let's not get it misconstrued right. or fucked but up. But do you need to demonstrate? No, absolutely right. not. That's my, my point. That's my, for you. My, my two-step is sacred. Like, if you <laughs> see my two-step. You see it on my wedding day, all right? Yeah, you you see, like, my family understands how official my two-step is. Like, I just don't be doing that shit for people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, with, listen, that's one thing I'm very confident about. <laughs> I'm not going to hold you, like... I've, I've issued many challenges to two i've been i've issued many two-step challenges to people and i've yet to see a competitor oh right? so i say all that to say i'm out here so any of you people want a two-step you can hit me and we can get that cracking but outside of that no i'm not <laughs> i'm not doing anything <laughs> nothing less nothing less like i, I gotta be you know what i mean oh, that's good speaking of competitors um this babyface and teddy riley ig battle now this we're recording this on saturday so by the time y'all hearing this y'all should know that it is it has been postponed because teddy riley fucked up his audio huh yeah he what he fucked up his audio what you mean he had first of all you know when you having an ig battle is usually on your phone and you're just playing music <laughs> through the speaker this nigga telly riley had a drum set he had a hype man he had eight different mics unbelievable yeah. unbelievable fam he, why are you making it something it's not fam he had a whole production team and he and what happened and the audio the audio was horrible oh my goodness it's, hor it's horrible oh my goodness gracious. it was like i don't know how many wires he had coming out of his phone but shit was not it it was not it yo why did he feel pressured to have to do this because his first well first and foremost is fucking baby face like that's baby, the that's the pressure that I'm talking about. Yeah, so he I guess he tried to overcompensate because he's going against Babyface and Babyface was chilling. It was just him. Uh yeah, that's what it's studio. supposed to be. It's supposed to be you Fam. chilling in the comfort of how you regularly I think that's what made it special. Fam, Babyface went to go make a sandwich. He was sipping wine. <laughs> like he was chilling. His audio was great. He was not stressed at all. And because Teddy Riley had he had like the talk box machine, he had the piano. What were the playing. comments like? The com they was flaming them. They was, oh man, they was flaming them. They were flaming. Flaming them was not a strong enough adjective. All right, but, <laughs> but they was flaming. If you go online right now, they have like five different memes. Oh, uh, I'm watching Riley. this immediately. Like so, immediately. All, so take this as forewarning to to all the upcoming versus battle. Like, we love this. As a consumer, as a music lover, I love these battles. But all of you over 40 motherfuckers who don't understand technology, you need to hire a millennial or get one of your nieces and nephews. Get with it. And get your shit together. Like, yeah. it's an iPhone. First and foremost, it's an iPhone. You don't need all this extra shit. iPhone do, does 
everything for you off rip. So you don't need all this extra shit. And Teddy and excuse me, Babyface smoked you with a pair of headphones and a good sounding laptop. So shout out to Babyface. He out here. Um, he made a sandwich. He made a sandwich. He was sipping wine. He all types. He was chilling. He was chilling. And it 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 sucks because people were looking forward to this because it was it's Teddy Riley and Babyface like that's yeah it's a big deal it's a big fucking deal so for it to, for it to be postponed due to I knew it was gonna issues. I knew it was funny from the jump why from the minute that he was making the excuses about why it wasn't gonna go down to begin with it just sounded like he was trying to fix something that was not in any way not already working great yeah he tried he tried to put too, like you know what i mean it's it's a recipe like you don't you trying to add too many salts and seasons to this shit you're gonna fuck up the sauce all he needed to do this is what teddy riley should have done he should have if he doesn't smoke he should have smoked i don't and think then he smokes he should have smoked and if he did smoke then he just should have smoked and then just pick out all of his dopest joints and pick a track list. It could have been it. so easy. He could have had a drummer. He wanted that to was perform. It. He had a hype man and everything. He all he need, I would say if you wanted to like I'm not gonna take away from adding spice. But you could have added spice and done that. You know what I'm saying? You could have played your joint, had a drummer, one drummer in well, the fam, background. Fam, but it's like nine people in the studio with you. None of y'all know how to fix this shit. That's funny as hell, though. <laughs> None of y'all know how to fix this shit. That's funny as hell. So oh, he, he had nine people. He had Slipknot in his studio. Basically, he had Wu-Tang Clan in his, oh in his goodness. studio with him, and nobody knew nothing about anything. So, so nine musicians, no sound guy. Good job. <laughs> Apparently, all this equipment and nobody, <laughs> nobody's looking no over this guy. shit. Nobody's looking no over this shit. No fucking sound guy. But this is fucking that's yeah. Great. But you that's know, good entertainment, man. That's wrestling to me. It is. But Babyface wins on a technicality. He he was already smoking him <laughs> while the songs was playing. But hopefully, we can get a rematch when Teddy Riley figures out how the iPhone works. Now, on to more pressing matters. I I was saying this all week, right? Like I was talking to different people and I was saying like I understand how dumb America is, but I never like every time I think that America can't get any dumber, I'm always proven wrong. So if you haven't been paying attention, there are rallies popping up all over the country of people protesting saying we want to work let us let us outside corona the covid 19 is fake <laughs> the there was a rally like that in michigan rally like that in kentucky there's a rally like that in florida what the fuck listen i'm <laughs> i'm laughing because sometimes i surprise myself that i don't really <laughs> Sometimes I surprise myself not really understanding how dumb the American people are. But what are you solving by gathering in groups of 200? Yelling outside the window. Yelling outside the governor's office. Right. No mask, no gloves. No, no. There was some people with masks on, but they had them off so that they could yell. That's how uh, ingenious this was. You know what? At this point... And I hate to say this, but some of us might deserve this shit. 
like I keep saying, Thanos was right. Thanos had a, a a point to his his eliminating half the population theory because you motherfuckers are stupid. I'm not saying this like you are dumb. A lot of y'all are are stupid. Mm. How are you? It's just so many things wrong with this. I don't know where to start. How are you protesting going back to work when it's not safe for you to go back to work? You'd rather risk your life for a paycheck rather than wait, take care of your family, not risk the livelihood or the health of your family because you want to protest about going back to work. I don't understand it. Now, there's been articles popping up saying that these protests are paid by Republicans and right wing extremist groups. At this point, that's probably true. But I'm not understanding. I just don't see the logic in any of this. None of this makes sense to me. I seen a guy at one of these protests in a full hazmat suit holding a sign that says COVID COVID-19 is a lie. What? Huh? And of course, the president is supporting this stupid shit. That's not breaking news, but the president is saying that it's a lie. No, the president is saying that these this shit gets so deep. One of the organizers, I'm using air quotes, said that the people protesting are like the modern day Rosa Parks. I repeat this organizer again i'm using air quotes said that these protesters protesting covid19 saying that they want to go back to work are equivalent to rosa fucking parks I, take your time it's all right no nah, i don't have much to say take I, I feel like you know you can't argue with stupidity so you want to hear more stupidity? The governor of Florida, one Rick DeSantis, opened the beaches in Jacksonville. The beaches? The beaches. He allowed. So now everybody's pretending like, every, like let's go right back to it. No, that's what that is. No, there's no pretending. That's exactly what they're doing. Right. So it's right back to normal. We're going to open everything back up. That's what he's doing. And guess what? 1,500 new cases popped up the next day. Well, yeah, you know, fam, we're not, we're, this, we're, we're not going to get out of this no time soon with this type of shit. Yeah, I think they feel a lot of pressure because there's an agenda. There's a lot of agendas out there, you know. The damage that you can do with misinformation I, can confuse people. I've, I've been seeing. I think misinformation has become one of the most dangerous things outside of the virus itself. Oh, misinformation is uh, the best use in military tactic to dissuade the enemy, to give the enemy wrong information. Fam and we're getting fed so much wrong information, we don't know what's left from right. Fam, I've had arguments with people trying to convince me that sunlight kills the COVID virus. And be out there all day then. Go ahead. I, I just don't, like, why are we okay being this dumb? I don't know, man. but we all knew stupidity existed. It's probably one of the oldest things. Uh, I know. I knew that. Absolutely. But goddamn, where is the bottom is my question. 
where is the floor that we can just be like, okay, we've hit rock bottom. Now we can try to climb back up. Because I can't find it. People are really desperate. That's what it is. You know, everybody who had jobs, now they don't have jobs and shit and they don't see it getting better on a bigger scale. And they realize how much uh, trauma has caused the bank account. Like this stimulus check doesn't... Does nothing. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, it does nothing. Right. So what does it really do? If anything, we've been going on with this for like two months going on. Right. We're going to continue on. Mm -hmm. Things have not. I still see businesses that shouldn't be closed. Closed. Right. Right now. That's the state that I see uh, my community that I'll go out in a place that's like food based is closed because they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to deal with it. Like they make good money. They don't want to deal with the virus. So, um, that fear is going to carry on for a while, whether things go pretend back to normal or not. And, uh, there are a lot of other things too. Like if this virus is as contagious as the news is saying, then money is always in people's hands. You know what I'm well, saying? It, well, it is. And is there are reports saying that it's becoming more contagious that one guy I can't remember his name but one guy had to amputate his leg because the COVID went directly into his leg somehow uh -huh. and it had to be amputated uh -huh. now they're finding reports saying that dead bodies can spread the COVID virus so even after you pass <clears throat> whatever's in your body still has I don't think it's that serious listen I this, don't think it's that serious this is the reports that I'm seeing bro I'm just here no no yeah yeah saying. I'm just calling them bullshit you know because you guys what you gotta do i hear bullshit i'm gonna call bullshit that's bullshit right there which which part is bullshit the uh the guy who caught it through his leg listen that's what the report yeah. said you know maybe maybe the bacteria landed in the uh the knee region and then climbed this way up to his nose or whatever i don't know but um you know it's just like you treat it like a cold and you don't want to catch this cold that's basically all you have to worry about this is a cold mm-hmm and you don't want to catch it because it's really bad. Right. And it's saying. And you might have it and it does nothing to you. And because it's becoming, because it is and becoming more and more contagious, these rallies that people are having is not helping the situation. It's actually perpetuating more people to get sick. Right. Or but that's over there. You know, I'm, I'm not even like. I don't see this kind of uh, no, no. buffoonery here. No, no, no. I will say that. People are careless, though. I see a lot of careless. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But that people. level of what they're on is beyond reckless. My fear is that they decide to travel being after being on the beach and bathing or whatever the fuck they was doing. And they want to live it up and then go somewhere else. And then another outbreak happens. That's what kind of, it, that's I don't fear. even want to talk about because this is just going to make people paranoid. Let's hear it. We already hear. Well, I was just gonna say, if it's the end times, you don't want to, you don't want to see it all. You don't want to be like, fuck it. I'm taking this twelve hundred dollars check. I'm fucking going to somewhere because it's over. If I it would, if it were to be over, you know, I just don't like thinking dark and shit. But I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't, I don't really, I don't really see myself doing that. Even if I knew, even if I knew that I, right, this is it. I would rather spend it on my with my family. I don't want to be on a fucking beach mm. with a bunch of strangers and none of y'all are wearing masks. Like I, I just don't see the point in that. Like outside is outside is dope. Don't get it fucked up. Outside is dope. You outside is needed, but 
when we're in the middle of a pandemic, I don't think you going to the beach is going to ease anything. Like, now you're spending that $1,200 check you just got. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. But even if I knew it was the end of times, no. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just risk it all just because I'm going to go anyway. No. But that's right. just me. Right. People may feel differently. It is what it is. But mm-hmm. if I knew, like, okay, if I go outside, I'm going to catch this and this is it, I'd rather just stay inside and be with my family. And that's that. That's really it. And that's that. I'm just I'm I'm like I said, I'm I'm always surprised at the the um I shouldn't be surprised, but I'm always surprised at the stupidity and the lengths that people will go to, like you were saying, spread misinformation because we are so everyone is so paranoid, everyone is so willing to believe anything, like I get all that, but goddamn. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. And I had to shout out Plaz because Plaz made a video because, you know, he's from Florida. Mm-hmm. Plaz yeah. made a, my, you fuck with Plaz. Yeah, right? I fuck with Plaz. Yeah. Plaz cool made fan. a video just just kind of calling to action or, or, or shaming people for, just shaming the government, really, more specifically, for putting money over morality. Hmm. Because people, like you said, a lot of people, a lot of companies are losing money, like, mm-hmm. in a rapid way. Mm-hmm. And because, I guess, I don't, I'm not going to pretend to understand the governor of Florida's motives. I don't know. Fuck him. But it, from his actions, it could be safe to speculate that this was just a move to get money somehow. Right. Because if you got people on the beach, people are going to be buying beach utensils not beach beach accessories and you know i don't know if the beaches are privately owned i don't know but it just sounds like they're they would rather risk the lives of people to -hmm. keep the money rolling Mm -hmm. and that should be the only indicator that you need that the government does not and will not give a fuck about us at all Mm. so it's sad to see but People are stupid, man. People are fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And I feel and I feel um bad because you know, even though you and I didn't get our stimulus check, there are people there are other people who haven't got the stimulus they're check. In very and they're in like mm-hmm. rough shape. Rough fucking shape. So I don't I even heard of some like forgery where they are sending the checks in the tax places that submitted them were taking the money it's a lot of grammy shit going on yeah. out here it's a lot of grammy shit going on and you know they you know the saying is it gets worse before it gets better i don't even know if we reach worse i don't know if we reach worse yet so just do what you got to do to protect your family beloved because shit is real in the field right now right shit is really real in the field now I guess we should do something light after, <laughs> after all of this. <laughs> after all of this depressing shit. Nightmare before Christmas. I'm sorry, push. man, but I'm just, you know, I I, I just want to give y'all the information as I get it. You know what I mean? Thank you for the, the news, good sir. You know, I try we to do what I can. It. I know people are kind of sick of it, but I'm one. I am one of the ideal that is better to know. And be upset to not know and be surprised. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So at least if you know, you could be upset about it and then go 
drown your sorrows in some other right, shit. Right. But shit is bad. I don't know. <laughs> shit is bad. <laughs> shit is bad. I'm sorry. Shit is bad. I want to come in here one day with some good news, but shit yeah. is bad. Yeah, we'll wait too. We'll wait for the good news. I'm not. I'm trying to think of any good news just to even say, and I can't even think of it right now. I see why, like in the like in the news, they they put up a story of like a a panda being born or something. Cause you need that. Yeah. Here, it's some good. Just some life. good. Watch kittens for three hours. Hey, watch this panda being born into captivity. Yeah. Watch this dog protecting this baby. Watch this dog hugged up with this baby for 45 minutes while the news is terrible in every which way. And it works because the dog's wearing the American flag as a collar. <laughs> so it's flexing. Shout it's, out it's to, a patriot. Yeah, shout out to all the animal videos keeping people sane. I've been watching um a lot of uh, Hulu and... Uh, Have we? Veep and uh, shit like that. I watched... Did we talk about the unorthodox? The Jewish, the Jewish thing. Did I tell you about that? What? A show? There's a show called Unorthodox. No, I haven't heard about it, nor have we discussed it. It's four episodes on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it's a story about this young girl basically leaving her Hasidic community. Okay. And it's about her journey and the Hasidic community coming after her. Like she left the country and the Hasidic community oh. came after her. Like it's it's dope. It's, it's wild short. But it's dope as fuck. Where they come after her, though? Because she left the community. You know they don't play that shit? Well, I knew that they had a community. I know that they usually stay inside that community. But I didn't know that they made it an issue for people to leave that community. Yeah, it's like a gang, bro. Oh, you in this for life, I say? Yeah, it's a, it's a gang. I ain't know it was real. gangster like that. It's a gang for real, Orthodox bro. gets down. Yeah, the... the, the ultra orthodox the regular orthodox like the hasidic community as a whole like it's blood in blood out no i know uh you ever seen the movie lucky number 11 oh yeah i love that movie right you remember that that the jewish guy in there they were all a bunch of mobsters yeah 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 it's the sawed off shoddy it's like that too and uh in the the show there was like they sent like a jewish like a hasidic i guess bad guy after her yeah he was one of he was like you know he did his thing yeah followed the torah and all of that but he was like a gangster yeah he'll kill you and yeah. he talked about it in the movie yeah being so like gangster being a rabbi yeah so i didn't i i knew it was real but i didn't know it was that real so if you have you got spare time we all home but check we'll out check that out orthodox unorthodox on unorthodox. netflix and she's trying to get out she want mickey d's and shit who can't know? Huh? Who Kano? I'm talking about the lady who escaped the, oh. <laughs> the Orthodox place. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was weird because, like, you know, the women in the Hasidic community, they only wear skirts and shit. Okay. So she, like, you see her trying on jeans. She having strange sex with some man. Like, she just living it up, wearing lipstick, welcome, all types of shit. Welcome to, to the world. Yeah, like, it's a whole different world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, it's interesting to see that because that community is so like close-knit yeah and you don't really they don't really let too many people in mm-hmm. so to see that is like they don't they have a complete different world than we do yeah the same could be said about the hijabs the same yeah they're the same way any community close close-knit like that mm-hmm. 
they have customs and cultures that we're just not going to understand mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And shows like that, documentaries al- uh, along that along that same vein, are very good light into what those people do, how they get down. Right. So it was dope that it was allowed that we were allowed to view that. Definitely. That reminded me though, and I'm sorry for more bad news. So, a nursing facility in New Jersey, owned by a Hasidic Jew gentleman, they found 14 dead bodies in a storage bin. And I'm sorry to say, uh oh, before any, like, as soon as you said orthodox, like, but I already knew you where you were going with this. Yeah, it's just it's just not good. They were that's very it's sad. a nursing home facility. Uh RP to all of the old the elderly people that died because of COVID. They would take these bodies and put them in this shed. Now the shed is supposedly only hold four people. Fourteen bodies in there. And to to pour salt on the wound, they were still writing letters to the family as if they were alive. Mm. It's some sick fucking times we're living in. Sick, man. Well, interestingly enough, I mean, that's crazy. How many letters <laughs> would they have to have written in the period of time that this... I have You no know, idea. and how often do you visit your mom or dad then if you don't, you know what I'm saying, have to get letters and shit to know that they... But that's wild. They don't come. Don't show up. That's crazy. Yeah, they, it, was, it was bad. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, of course, there's like, there's been reports for the past like five years that people were abusing elderly people, but this is like a whole new level. Mm-hmm. So, R.I.P. to those people. Um, I, I'm sorry, shit is bad. I don't know what else you want me to say. Mm-hmm. I guess I can. <laughs> I don't know what else. To... I mean, where's the uh, good news? Where is the good news? So. I watched season two of Ozark. Season two? Yeah. I haven't seen three yet. So please, could you... uh... Fam, listen to me. and Hear me and hear me good. Listen to me carefully, beloved. I need you to... Quickly. Well, not quickly. I need you to get through season two and season three because shit is real. You don't want me to spoil. You don't want to spoil nothing. I'm not gonna spoil anything. So, all right, where did season two leave off at? Because I think I started three, to be honest, but I don't remember because I watched a lot of shit lately. Season two ended off with them. They just got the boat, the 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 casino on a river. They just got that, so they was getting that cracking. So that's the end of season two. And then season three starts off from there. All of the madness starts off with them trying to maintain the boat and then all these different factions coming after them. So, but I need you, I need you. Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm gonna catch up, man, I promise. I need you too, bro. I need you too. That's Ozark is probably the best show on television, period. So can I, can, I mean, can we talk about what we know about season two? Like, do you, what, what you, characters do you like? What what's, what characters do you like? I've watched the entire season twice now. All right, my question is, what do you think of the mom? <sighs> <laughs> Wendy is a complicated character. <laughs> she, um, sometimes I'm with her. Then other times, most times I'm like, yo, fan, what the fuck is you doing? Right. 
because she's a little reckless. Like she's very reckless. Like she wants to be like a drug kingpin for real. Yeah. And it's like yo, she gave him the okay. Right. And it's just like yo, Marty not really trying to do all of this. The husband's not trying to do all of this. He trying to get it, pay his debt. Right. And get the fuck out. Right. And she like, nah, it's lit. Like yeah. we got here, we got the mob, we got the mafia, we good, we got motherfucking narcos. She be- on she's us. very ambitious. Yes, and sometimes yeah, he's just trying to get through. Sometimes ambitions will get you clapped. Yeah. So sometimes I understand Wendy's point of view or her perspective, but a lot of times I'm like, yo, fam, you're gonna get your family clapped. Right. Because you're doing a lot. Now, what do you think of? the young country girl that was helping uh the main character you know the roof yes the one who's taking care of and by the way i already saw the point where she told uh you know the the tallest skinny guy uh that she killed his father that's her brother that's her brother that's um but that's not her brother because that wasn't her father she killed that was her uncle she killed right so that's all right that's his father Right, that's his father. So I make them cousins. My bad. So they cut. So she killed. Right, she admitted that. Did he ever get over that? That's season three, and that's like a yes and no type of answer. I figured it was gonna be tough. It's complicated, man. It's complicated. I figured that's a tough. I like one. Ruth because she's like she talks a lot of shit and she with the shits. Yeah, she's with it. So I like Ruth, but yeah, her. I think that dynamic between her cousins. And just how her relationship with Marty is, is fire. And I don't know the actress's name, but she's dope. She's dope. I have to ask one more question. Go ahead, blood. What do you think of the FBI agent? He's a fucking sleazeball. <laughs> He's a what? He's a fucking sleazeball. <laughs> He's a fucking sleazeball. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I just, I didn't like him. I, I figured like you would. Yeah. He's a it, fucking sleazeball. Like, they took him out in a pretty bad. Like they took them out I, bad and cheap, I, and you know what? I was with it. I, I know you with were it. with it. I know a lot of people were happy about that. Yeah, because it's like you fucking deserve that. You goddamn grimy piece of shit. You deserve that. Now I'm gonna be honest. A moment where I sat at the edge of my seat and I was like, "Whoa!" Was when they made the deal with the country people over the land and then building the casino, right? And at the end of the business deal, he said, only Marty would make me make a deal with some rednecks out in the woods. <laughs> and the wife, remember the crazy yeah, ass wife? Uh, she said, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> no, the wife is nuts. The wife is completely nuts. And the Spanish dude was like, I said. <laughs> <laughs> and then everything went to shit. And then everything went to shit. <laughs> he said, I said. And if Marty, he didn't even finish his sentence, she said, "Blow!" Yeah. Fucking shot his head off. Yeah, she's fucking nuts. Yo, ro- watch, watch that scene again, right? Mm-hmm. If I, go look to that scene and <laughs> just look at Marty's face the minute he realized that they heard what he said. <laughs> he was, he's like, "Oh shit!" He makes three <laughs> distinct faces. He, first, he made the fake laugh. About the joke. He tried to play it off. He tried to play it off like, yeah, whatever. That was that one face. Then followed by, oh, shit, they heard it. (laughs) And they asked if they could repeat it. And then the third face, which was the funniest face, was, oh, he's actually going to say (laughs) the shit again. Like, why would you do this? You don't know how wild this woman is. Funny as hell. Yeah. 
funny as hell. That's Ozark is probably the best show on television right now. There's other good shit. Um, you would like this. The platform. It's it's about this prison, mm-hmm. and all of these, all of the inmates live on different tiers. Okay. And it's a big platform of food that goes. It's like I don't know. It's mad fucking tiers, like mm-hmm. over a hundred tiers. And what happens is people eat, they take the food off the platform as it goes down each tier. So if you're at the bottom, like you barely get shit, right? Right. But that leads to motherfuckers eating each other. That leads to people. And then the tiers, the tiers switch. Mm. So they, you can be on tier two and, and be move, good. And then be on, and then tomorrow you'll be on tier 40. Interesting. So that shit is wild interesting that shit is wild so i'm i'm like i just started that so i'm gonna finish that but that the platform is fucking my wild. whole quick question because i like sci-fi is what's that considered sci-fi that's like sci-fi horror type sci-fi shit. i can see the sci-fi horror uh normally when i'm like looking at a show i'm like how sci-fi is it i'm willing to bend and then depending on how crazy the sci-fi plot is how is the effects right right so if the effects ain't up to par with the story that's like one of my turn off to sci-fi no this from what i've seen it looks good it looks good it's 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 subtitles because i don't think it's an english-based movie but it's good it's good my first thing would say so all those taxpayers are paying for this this clockwork orange (laughs) like why go the extra mile of like punishing these people this way like can't you just build mad cells yeah but you know people got to be creative in their their cruelty so definitely this is very creative that's why it's a movie yeah so that that's cool also some sci-fi shit you were like the outsider i don't know if i mentioned this last week i feel like i did i already saw it how you like it that shit was dope i like that shit was very dope i like the um and and not to cut you off but you know i don't fuck with horror movies I peeped that, but they were very sly with yeah. They're very it sly, like, like like a horror movie. But I appreciated that, like shit like that, I could watch. Right. I, I really, I don't really fuck with the horror movies like that, but that shit I can watch. Right. Um. It was really good. I didn't expect Marty Bird, you know, whatever, to die so quickly. So I, I didn't know. I guess spoiler alert for those who haven't seen. It. Yeah, for those who haven't seen it, he is not. If you are watching it for Marty. Yeah, he's in like three episodes. Yeah, he he was busy. You know, he did the the first couple of uh, scenes where, and then one of the scenes technically wasn't him. Yeah, you know right. that's the whole point of this. It's um, it's kind of like the thing and Stranger Things. If it wasn't so horrific looking, it right. was it was more uh, sub subtle. It was very subtle. It was also like a Stephen King. Yeah, right? it was a Stephen King adaptation. Right. So right there, you know, Stephen King is going to set the scene so that it's all eerie because it was a show. So every every eerie. episode was many eerie facts. Eerie is a great fucking word. That mm-hmm. shit was eerie as fuck. From the music to yeah. the lighting, that shit was eerie as fuck. Yes. But I like um, Marty or Jason Bateman is his name. Mm-hmm. I like I'm he's one of those actors where I will watch whatever he's in. Mm hmm so but the, the detective in that killed it though. yeah by the way the detective in in this one who plays like the the person we th- i thought it was gonna be mm-hmm. marty bird's character was this uh his name again the actor's name uh, Jeff, jason 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 Payton. jason yeah so J- i thought he was gonna have a main role mm-hmm. and you know this detective guy was the main role 
in the story. He was the one that was like hunting this thing down. Right. And, uh, he brought in kind of like a private a PI. That, she was dope. Yeah, she was really cool. She was she was, so. was kind of like a PI, a supernatural PI. Right. And she took like urban legends and actually researched urban legends to see if she could pinpoint its occurrence, like if it was real. So she was really on point. She was also like a genius type of mind yeah, and stuff. So her character was very was compelling. Yeah. Yeah. She and was, strong. Yeah. She was dope. I didn't. Um. It actually made me want to read the book because apparently that's like a series between those two people, yeah. like the between the detective and and that that girl the PI. Yeah. Like they have like I think it's two books. I forgot the. I can't think of the title. Yeah, I didn't know the. the, uh, the I didn't even know about the first one. The show is how I was introduced to it. Yeah, I didn't know either. But I definitely like. I'm you dropped that name though. Yeah, I'm it was very good. I was I was interested in the books. So yeah. shout out to um, the Outsider. Shout out to Ozark. Shout out to Mad Shit that I'm catching up on. I also want to shout out. Uh, we talk about him often, but again, I want to shout out Boosie Badass. The legend, the Mr. Put Your Pussy on Live, got yes. you your thousand dollars. Get your thousand dollars. So he he made he had an interview with the Breakfast Club, right? All right. And they asked him because you remember what he said. Uh, he made comments about uh, Dwayne Wade's daughter. Yes, I recall this. And in those comments, he said, "Don't cut, don't cut his dick off." Mm. So they asked. So the Breakfast Club asked him, like, you know, has anybody reached out to you? to apologize or to make amends and his response was fuck nah mm -hmm. he was like they tried to get Jay-Z on the phone and I said I don't want to talk to Jay-Z mm -hmm. it's like I ain't apologizing for shit like yeah. I don't care if Jesus was calling like I said what I said mm -hmm. and I felt two ways about this one I have to respect Boosie's tenacity mm -hmm. to where he was like fuck y'all I said what I said I'm not apologizing right, for shit right right and the other thought was Hove really trying to be like the hip hop godfather. Right. Trying to make amends with everybody, try to create peace talks. And if you don't understand who Boosie is, like if you if you didn't know him when he was little Boosie, like he's gonna say whatever the fuck he wants to say and you're not gonna change anything about it. I'm sorry. I don't agree with what he said, but he is one of the people who are like listen i don't care if i was wrong what i said is what i said mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and to a degree i kind of respect that but it's just like ugh, you kind of said some wild shit though bro what were some of the things that boosie said well the transgender comments which were he told he told he made he was on his live telling Dwayne Wade not to cut his son's dick off. Right. So that's a bit much. That's being nosy. You didn't have to comment on that. No, he didn't have to say anything at all. And I think people reaching out to him trying to amend the situation. Because you know, Boosie's been in hip-hop for a long time he's a south he's a down south legend yeah he's like yo i got social media i could do what i want with it that's essentially what he's saying basically he's like yeah. fuck y'all so what and he's entitled to it you want to know why because if a person can go in public and say some shit in public you know you don't always need like a permit to say some stuff right so it's the same thing this is a public platform and 
he wants to add his opinion and as a man he's, he's entitled to his having opinion. his yeah, his say now uh i think that that's going to create a conversation that people aren't really ready for in those realms of reality which you know i'm saying man his his hood realm and that of the rest of the world i think i think because it, had he been conscious mm. enough, he may have refrained from wanting to engage in that. But so. you, that's that's we didn't stumble upon a great conversation. I think because the world is moving in such a progressive way, where most of the general public is more accepting of certain things, there's still the, I would say the hood mentality, to where and it's and it's the hood mentality and like the deep southern conservative mentality are kind of the same in that way mm -hmm. where it's like we believe what we believe f fuck everything else mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's like okay i'll give you an example like it took the hood a long time to stop using the f word and I still hear it from time to time, but it's not. It's still, as, still there. I, it hasn't gone away. Yeah, but I don't hear it as much. It's not as much because that generation already doesn't care or was educated in that right. way. Right, but to look at it that way. Yeah, to look at the to look at it that way. But right. it's still a level of phobia amongst the hood and amongst those deep red conservative communities. And mm -hmm. I always find that parallel to be interesting because it's like on the surface level they don't agree the hood is usually people of color those conservative communities are majority you can go white. on worldstar and you'll see a, a ton of videos of people using all types of derogatory slang of every kind right. still a lot of any kind today right and, that, and it's just and it's just it was just an interesting parallel to me because those mindsets are, are still so similar mm. and because bootsy is from that I mean, he's from the hood like i'm from the hood mm -hmm. but i am i would say i would consider myself educated enough to realize like okay it's 2020 we can't say certain shit mm -hmm. like you're gonna mm -hmm. like certain shit is just way too offensive like it, it's unnecessary you don't need to say it but at the same time there are people who still have that hood mentality mm -hmm. which is like fuck that i don't care mm -hmm. i'm gonna say whatever whatever i want to say and if you don't like it fight me right and it's just interesting that I guess I guess the mistake that the general public or the more progressive majority re fails to realize is that those people are always going to exist. Mm -hmm. Like those people are always going to f think differently than how you do it. It doesn't matter how progressive you are. It doesn't matter how much education is out there. And none of that shit matters. Right. Like that mentality is never, ever going to die. I understand, and it's just—it's the politics of any sort. What, what people are always going to believe is something, you know, and it's a collective uh, work to get people to not like something together. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like one person cannot like something and say something, and nobody feeds into it, mm -hmm. and they're just tooting their own horn. Mm -hmm. But once a group of people start to understand the same things, and they figure out a philosophy and uh, an agenda. Then all they need is the time to put into it to make it a thing. Yeah, and I and with that, you know, like I was saying, the further we go along, I think the more progressive we come, we're always there's always gonna be a level of resistance. There's always gonna be a group of people who are just like, nah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like you said, it's politics. That's just with anything. 
Mm-hmm. And I think the way to like in in the case of this Bootsy and people trying to make him apologize, like at some point you kind of have to agree to disagree. Now I agree that he was wrong for saying those comments because you know that's not his place; it's none of his business. But at the same time, like you were saying, people are going to have opinions, mm-hmm. and when you put things out publicly, mm-hmm. you got to be ready for that type of shit. Right, right. So I think at some point it just can't. We can't. I don't know if I don't think Boost is going to be canceled for this. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just a level of understanding that both sides had to come to where it's like, all right, if Boosie, if you don't agree with this shit, stay the fuck over there. If y'all are upset about what Boosie said, y'all stay the fuck over there. And just two, the two ends will never shall not meet. Like right, right. There's nothing else you can do mm-hmm. because you're going to waste your time trying to convince this man of principles that he's had since he was born. Right, right. And you're not going to and you're not you can't expect him to see the other side of, of your argument if you are trying to push him into doing something that he doesn't want to do right so right. i think it's at some point like i mean the ultimate goal is just to kind of be respectful of each other but also understand that everybody's not going to agree with you my nigga like mm-hmm. it just is what it is right you can't the whole world we would be worse than where we are if everybody agreed with each other so you're gonna have disagreements you're gonna have opposing views and to a degree is necessary mm-hmm. but the respect is always a factor like this is such a nuanced situ- situation like mm-hmm. you have to have there has to be a level of respect on both sides like even if you like for Boosie, like even if you disagree you don't gotta be you don't have to say nothing publicly like that about this man and his daughter like regardless of whatever they're doing you don't you don't have to say anything like we always say shutting the fuck up is free very now whether you choose to oblige by that is up to you but it's Mm -hmm. still free regardless Mm -hmm. so hopefully somehow some type of level of respect can come out of this but you're not gonna change boosie that's just it He, he might be ignorant as fuck but he's not changing nothing Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I don't have much to say about it either. People are entitled to their opinion. Sometimes I don't have an opinion on their opinion because I don't want to feed into their opinion. That's always an option too. Because shutting the fuck up is free. Shutting the fuck up is free. Yeah. Or I don't, I don't care. Which is yeah. I don't care is is one is another phrase that is. Yeah, because that's not it's not your kin. It's not what. Why would you have something to say? in a public forum right you know? and I, and I, and because everything is now public people feel like they have to care everybody has to comment everybody has to make a yes because little boosie has his following and the lgbt right. has their stance in it and also the people involved right. have their stance in it as well and right. here we are a personal family that this happens to people who are gay straight poor rich there's gay and transgender in every level right. of society. So now we're going to take something that is a condition that doesn't pertain to you. Right. It doesn't it doesn't matter to you. Right. And you don't have to agree with it, but you also don't have to comment on it either. At all, which is my point. Like It doesn't have anything to do with you. So you feel some kind of way. 
about it you care that much you could have just hit them up on the phone if you cared that much yeah i, or I always feel touch. like it's strange when people care that much anyway like i don't give a fuck about who you see exactly with, so it sounds foolish already you just approaching them about it so right. now you're gonna say it publicly right and direct it to them right with an ex- expectation of a response you know looking back at it i think it was quite dumb it is it is but if if we've learned nothing else dumbness has an opinion too yeah, but uh, it doesn't matter to him because he said what he said and he could still get into his Ferrari and his Absolutely. and make his food and be happy and shit. Absolutely. I just, you know, again, just people aren't going to agree with you, mm-hmm. but it's the respect is the important part that a lot of people are missing. I also want to... Um, trying to think of a segue and I can't think of one, so fuck it. The game... Just lost his record label. He lost the ownership. Black Wall Street. He lost his record label. Damn. He lost his rights to his last album, Born to Rap. Damn. And do you know why? Why? Because he sexually assaulted a woman. And she sued them for $7 million. And in that, and she got the $7 million plus his record label, plus the ownership to his last album. He raped the shorty. Basically. And he was proven guilty. Yes. Listen, keep your fucking hands to yourself. Absolutely. We don't need no predators and no animals, man. And I think... How long ago was this? This was... This was a few years ago. I can't think of the exact number, but it was a few years ago. This wasn't recent. Because they've been in court battling this for a while now. I understand. So, with all of that, like, was it worth it? You trying to, you trying to pressure this woman into doing some shit with you that she doesn't want, and now look at you. You lost your royalties, you lost your, you lost your record label, and then you lost seven million dollars on top of that. Was it fucking worth it? That's bad news. It's not worth it, bro. It's not worth it. Like, you know, losing your royalties is like just losing a legacy. Basically, so his last album doesn't even belong to him anymore. Because your legacy is going to be that you were a rapist. That's it. That's that's what you, that's what you're known as now. You are known as a sexual assaulter. I don't care how many bars you spit. You are now known as a sexual assaulter. You and don't have you know why that's a huge shame as well because your albums were fire. And you are good. You are a good rapper. Now, personally, I don't really listen to the game, but I res- I, did. I I respect his his craft as an MC, like I respect his skill level as an MC. He's not a bad MC. He makes good music. Mm-hmm. But now all of that is tainted because you want to be a fucking bozo and sexually assault a woman. So what again was it all worth it? You got a classic fucking album with Dr. Dre. Your first your very first album is a fucking classic. And now none of that matters because you're a fucking rapist. Was it worth it? I mean yeah, For what? Like I just I just listen I'm not gonna pretend to understand the mind of a predator or a sexual assault or a rapist or anything I would never ever ever do that shit but if you are a well known figure I am sure that you have women throwing themselves at you yeah what is the need why what is the need it's out there you can get it go get it it's not like you but like they not go take it yeah not go take it but but, go get it it's there but if if you you want yeah if you want a woman it's not that hard for you to get one you are a rapper you've been in the public eye for like 15 years now 
and now all of that is is tainted because you do some dumb shit like this mm-hmm. now I didn't know I knew they was in court battling it I just thought she was going to get a, a money settlement mm-hmm. but him losing the record label him losing the ownership of his album like goddamn, bro look at you mm-hmm. fucking look at you that's a shame that shit is wild bro. and it's sad because he had a lot of good records he represented a good time in hip hop and he had a good legacy so far he didn't have anything really to fuck up that legacy in any way you know he had his beef Mm -hmm. his many beefs but he was the type of rapper that beef was normal and he beefed with a lot of people so he beefed with 50 he beefed with uh, all the G unit basically yeah you know, so and you had other. He's been in to, physical altercations with other rappers. He's always on been. He's oh, he's game is one of those rappers who was always in some shit. He and, lived what he rapped about, but I, he, I never heard him rap about raping a woman. And I, you know, I don't think he wanted people to know that. But it's out now, so look at you. Now, fucking look at you. So shout out to the young woman who won all of that money because she's up now. She got it. She just got a she's got a record label. She got a royalty check for the rest of her life. And she got seven million dollars on top of that. Damn. Again, was it worth it? Dumb motherfuckers, man. Dumb motherfuckers. Speaking of G Unit, what do you think of 50 battling Ja Rule? What you mean? Again? They're trying to they're trying to set up a Instagram live battle between 50 and Ja Rule. I already know that 50's with it. What's stopping Ja Rule? Why hasn't this happened already? Well, Ja Rule said he was with it. But 50, 50, but 50 keeps trolling him. Oh. So, now, we don't know if the battle's gonna happen. And I think people don't understand. Like, people... Well, he don't fuck with Ja Rule. No, he wants to kill Ja Rule. Right, he don't fuck with Ja Rule. So I don't... Uh, all right. You got to understand something very, very important about this situation here. This is not only the guy who read and loved the 48 Laws of Power, but this is the guy that wrote a book alongside the writer who wrote the 48 Laws of Power. 50, you're talking about 50 Cent, right? We talking about 50 fucking Cent. Yeah. Curtis fucking jackson yes sir let's let's be real with his reputation from day one till yesterday <laughs> he has never faltered in his usual way no not at all and nothing phases him right a lot of things have come across his way in public and he handles it with total wit and mm-hmm. uh fearlessness and yeah. savagery right he knows where to hit you where it hurt mm-hmm so now he has this uh this opportunity for Ja Rule to step out publicly and rap battle him right or whatever out rap him mm-hmm. how would that benefit 50 it, it, it wouldn't I it wouldn't I, boom right there so mm-hmm. right there 50 as a a 48 laws of power person that doesn't benefit me to do this right so what he's gonna do the next thing is not avoid but fuck with you mm-hmm. so this is 50's usual way yeah it is he likes to clown you 
And in a way, he's like out rapping you by responding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like trying to say you gonna diss somebody, and as you saying that you're gonna diss them, they already started talking about you. Right. You know? And that's just, what Fifty likes to do. He's just like, man, whatever. So how is he trolling him? Because I know he's putting up memes and all types of shit. You know how Fifty do. He's but, getting busy. But for those who don't know, for some of the younger people who are not familiar with the beef of Ja Rule and Fifty Cent, like this is some very real street shit. So this Goes is not. Back. Yeah, this is not the regular Dagala rap beef. So this isn't he said no, and she said no. It's like Fifty wants to do serious, serious bodily harm to Ja Rule and his. Well, Ja Rule has done bodily harm to Fifty. That's yeah. what we gotta understand. Yeah, it's how been, deep this shit goes. Yeah, this shit is deep. So for those of you waiting on this battle, keep waiting because I don't it's think not it's, gonna it's not gonna happen. Fifty's just gonna keep trolling him, even though I think Fifty would take him. I think Fifty would give it to him. I think Fifty has a lot of records. 50 has a lot of... Re- oh, well, when we say battling, we're talking about record for record. Yeah, like the IG Live shit. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> well, I mean... 50 has a very deep discography. Ja Rule has a very deep discography, but... Just, funny enough, his discography is the game's discography, too, and Young Buck's discography, too, because yeah, he, he was has, on mad yeah, features. Yeah, he has G-Unit. He has, so I think if we're just playing hypothetical, I think 50 takes that. Yeah. But it'll never happen because... 50 would probably try to shoot Ja Rule through the phone. <laughs> it would never go down. It would never go down. So stop waiting. There's other people that can step up and battle. But this 50 versus Ja Rule shit will never fucking happen. Mm. Now they talking about they're trying to get Dr. Dre in one of these IG battles. But I don't know who is going to battle Dr. Dre. Why, who's going to be the sacrificial lamb? <laughs> I don't see it happening. We got we to gotta pick people who are more like mid-tier because you talking about people you're talking are, about a lot of records yeah so stop no people, no no wait 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 i think i said who who should battle already hmm. i think i already said on the last episode that it should be dre and rick rubin i think you did say that yeah dre and rick rubin probably that's the that's what i'm saying like those are the level of people that those are the only level that can compete with him like you can't put dre against one of these new niggas like he's mm-hmm. gonna smoke them so i'm saying that you can put people you could put people versus each other that are more compatible so to speak because dre is on a, a level of his own so you can't just pick any old body and be like, yeah, battle, battle, Doctor Dre. That's not gonna be good. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm, um, with this postponement of the Teddy Riley and Babyface battle, I'm anxious to see who's gonna step up next because that the versus series on IG Live has been probably one of my favorite things mm-hmm. because, like, even with the T Pain and Lil John one, that one was filled with music that I haven't heard of forever. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good for people to do that because one is great for the culture, mm-hmm. it's great for music lovers, mm-hmm. and it reminds people of how dope your catalog might be. Mm-hmm. So I'm anxious to see who comes up next. I want to do. Um, how we doing on time? We're over about five minutes. All right. Well, I just want to give a quick shout out to Tory Lanes. He had an interview with uh. Rob Markman, and I'm not necessarily the biggest Tory Lanez fan, but he made a comment that I wholeheartedly support. 
he left his record label. He's a free agent now, but he owns 100% all of his music. He's he on he's on all his masters, all his publishing, and I, as a advocate for ownership of all your creative endeavors, I support that 100%. Right. So I don't know how Tory did it, but shout out to him because there are a lot of young artists getting fucked by these record deals. Absolutely. So shout out to Tory Lanez for having ownership of all his material, of all his intellectual property, all of that good mm-hmm, shit. Shout mm-hmm. out to Tory Lanez. His album, I haven't heard, haven't heard it yet because again, I'm not the biggest Tory Lanez fan, but I heard is good, so I might give that a spin. But sticking with music, uh, let's see. A couple things came out. First and foremost, West Side Gun dropped the project called Pray for Paris. Mm-hmm. Fire. Mm-hmm. Fire. Let me check that out. I fuck with West Side Gun. Boom, 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 boom. I know you do. I fuck with West Side Gun. So he has a project called Pray for Paris. Pray, mm, words. Pray for Paris. Division has a project. It's an R&B group from Toronto. They have a project called Amuse and Her Feelings. That's groovy. The Dream dropped the project called Sex Tape 4. I got through like half of that. It's, it's cool. Like, you know, it's The Dream. The Dream always got some fire shit. Um, there's a project from Buddy and Kent James called Jink Tape Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Some dope stoner shit. I like it. But one that I was really um, happy about. I stumbled across this Puerto Rican alternative group called mm-hmm. is B-U-S-C-A-B-U-L-L-A Bob, I'm, I'm gonna butcher the name. But it's a Puerto Rican group and their project is called Regressa. Mm-hmm. This shit is. I listen. I don't speak Spanish. I'm gonna th- check this out for this, sure. I, I play it for you after, but this shit is fucking groovy. Dope. Again, I don't speak Spanish, but I like the tunes. Yeah, that's all. You listen to the heart of the music, man. Yeah, I, this, you don't this, understand Jamaican music, but you're Dutch Hawaiian and do all oh, that yeah, shit absolutely. when it's time. I mean, I speak a little yeah. patois. If the, the the opportunity calls for it. Right. But. I don't know eighty. I don't know half of the lyrics that I hear coming <laughs> through the the reggae, but they don't matter. It's yeah. about your feel. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about the feeling but that's that's what I'm listening to um you can send all of your recommendations in but uh in the meantime in between time follow the show on everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj you can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals you can follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing you can follow at ivy's tico on ig for your herbal needs follow the dojo on ig at the dojo jc for your recording needs make sure y'all like rate review subscribe tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend i didn't say that in the beginning but we here now make sure y'all go stream frankie's project on soundcloud not quite there make sure y'all check out the playlist on apple music a playlist for the stress and all of that good shit like that there and um <sighs> solitude for the stress i know everybody's itching to go back outside but being being by yourself being around the people you love it'll, it's more harmful i mean more helpful excuse me it's more helpful than harmful right now 
you trying to be on the beach is not going to do any you do you any type of good so stay your ass in the fucking house y'all be safe wear your mask and wash your fucking hands yeah Thank you.